Hey, Joey. How are you? Avery, how you doing? I'm good. How are you today? It's Friday. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Sydney and literally just sitting there talking to Sydney for 10 or 15 minutes like suddenly like like I had all these ideas flowing through my head so I know like I know that's happening a little bit but it's amazing what a conversation will do and that was my good friend Avery Moore from ECI Insurance in Piedmont Oklahoma and talking about a conversation she had with Sydney this goes a little ways back I mean this conversation from Avery and I was I think back in February um, however, referencing, hey, listen, I just talked to Sydney for a few minutes and I had all of these ideas. What a crazy thought that talking to people that are as excited and motivated and ambitious and forward thinking as you are, that it might actually kind of come back around full circle to you. And if anything, and this is certainly something that I have had the chance to observe at, at a decent scale, you know, within the industry is, uh, hey, listen, you have to get outside of the walls of your industry, not industry, your office. That's better. That's what I want. Yeah. You have to get outside of the walls of your office and talk to people that are on that are, that are on the same wavelength as you. It's so important. I mean, so important. If you haven't done it yet, I promise you it'll be the it'll be like the best thing in your life. Because, again, I'm not saying, like, this isn't, like, your special sort of thing and no one gets you. Maybe it's a little bit of that. You're not, like, this tortured artist that just, you just need to do your thing. That's not what I'm getting at. It's, one, so many better ideas happen when they're shared with other people that uh, that, it, that feel the same way, right? You just, it's, again, you just kind of iterate and pivot and kind of just brainstorm is probably the more like sixth grade term that we could probably use uh, for the thing. And, and that produces results at a much faster rate as if you just sat there and meditated about them in your kind of, you know, you're just your cone of silence within your agency. And, and it doesn't take much, right? Just a simple conversation. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be often, but it just needs to happen enough to where you get that spark, you get that motivation, you get that urge, that itch to just up your game a little bit more than what you had before, because that's where you can fall into certain kind of rhythms and behaviors and patterns and habits and and having those people that if they're starting to kind of get that itch and try something new you just kind of want to make sure you don't fall too far behind because that that's the ultimate feeling is once you start to feel like you are alone then it might be too late Uh, yeah um self-perception it's hard whenever you're by yourself so is that kind of what you did before you, like you found your soul, you found people who kind of pushed your thought process on all of this? You're right. I mean, that's that's probably a very fair statement. There's not a lot of people who are doing this. There's not a lot of people who are trying to do it this way, at least within my network. There's people out there doing it, obviously. All right, maybe that lead-in was a little too dramatic. Of course, it's never really too late to make any sort of changes, not necessarily the greatest advice there. However... 
I love when this comes up, right? Because this is such an important, in my opinion, topic conversation to being successful when it comes to approaching your business, your agency in a way that maybe challenges what you are you know, kind of told on a day-to-day basis, the support that you may or may not have within the four walls of your agency and just possibly within your kind of uh, close insurance proximity. You know, the, the people that, you know, the other agents that you might run into around town, maybe at the state, you know, meetings and things like that. It's just a little different. And I can't, I can't stress, right? Even if you are, even if you feel like you are, Involved. If you feel like you maybe have a few people you can turn to, I promise you could probably do it a little bit more. I promise that you can probably push it a little further than you think. And I was actually having a, I think, a conversation with a good friend just tonight about this. Uh, you know, it's it's like when you're not on the same same level, when you're you're 15 steps or however many steps ahead as far as what you're paying attention to, what you're seeing working, whether it's inside the industry or out, and to kind of pull yourself back and to essentially, you know, bring yourself a stop might be a strong word, but to just a very leisurely walk and and explain this and, and kind of try to communicate that it can be frustrating when it's when that's all you have and you've ever known to try and get the buy-in for these kind of new initiatives. And that's why when you have people that are keeping pace with you and or you know you trying to keep pace with them, it's just an entirely different feeling and experience. And honestly, it's it's one of the and the reason that again, I think we've probably done this type of episode a handful of times over the last six to eight months. And and anytime the opportunity comes up, again, Avery's talking about it, I just feel it's so important because of all the things and you know i think i get a lot of questions sometimes of hey what you know what actually drives kind of commitment what drives results what makes people actually stay with the thing and to be honest it's not being alone it's to have somebody to go through that process with because this isn't this isn't like new revolutionary insurance you know marketing information this is like stuff that's probably been around for centuries and will continue to be around for centuries. I don't know why we feel like we can maybe escape it in this environment, but for sure it is something that is dramatically powerful uh, because we have the ability to connect with the people that uh, allow us. And again, I stood on the stage at Elevate, asked this question. People didn't seem to understand it because no one raised their hand. I feel like it was a good question. I'm going to say it again just because I want to do over and I hate all of you at Elevate who didn't understand. It's probably, it's my fault. I'm sorry. I don't hate you. Uh, it's the idea of, you know, just feeling more comfortable and feeling, not feeling crazy, if you will, for the way that you want to approach things. Right. And that's kind of what you feel on a day-to-day basis inside your agency possibly is that you feel a little crazy because nobody else either gets it, wants to get it, or doesn't think it's going to work at all. They've just checked out from the process. But when you face that every day, when that's your reality, it becomes even harder to expand your mind further to what might be next. That's why I love Agency Nation. It's always how do you get better? How do you get better? And it's how do you expand your mind? And I think you know the nail on the head whenever you're here and, and things go a certain way. It's it's hard to think outside the box. And that's all. I, like, I love thinking outside the box. I love it. That makes my, like, it fills my cup. Well, Avery, we're passing out Polar Pop and Big Gulp size cups, so you should be getting, I hope, hopefully your feel, because obviously, yes, I thank you, first of all, checks in the mail 
Um, yes, obviously it is refreshing to be able to uh, just kind of loosen up, expand your mind, just take a look at that box and say, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get in you today. No, thank you, sir. I will not. And it's okay. Again, just having, you know, you don't need my permission or anybody's permission, Sydney's or anybody really ever. Um, but you know, to, to, to feel validated in the, the thought that it's okay to again, want to expand, to want to think differently, to want to continue to push and see what's available. And we talk about, um, you know, insure tech, all of these fancy things, automation, artificial intelligence, just, you can go buzzword after buzzword. And, and that is, you know, that is kind of the, the implementation part. That is the thing that, that is, that is the mind getting pushed, right? That is the expanded thinking. That is what has come of it. Right. And it's up to us to try and figure out what those things are going to look like, how they're going to interface, how they're going to interact with our agencies. But again, if we're still, and this is the thing that I think, you know, is it's a pressing, it's something that is hard to kind of bring people around to the realization that some of these conversations that are still being debated, um, that are still being debated have been widely accepted in plenty, if not most or all other industries kind of across just business. And that's a problem. And we should really stop worrying about debating the validity of some of, of, of these tactics and practices. And again, move forward into accepting and getting on to the next thing because we can't expand the mind. We can't step outside the box if we're still dealing with a box that's 10 or 15 years old. So just kind of keeping up with the times um, and, and really just expanding that insurance mind to really allow it to go wherever it needs to for your particular agency. That's, you know, we, we sometimes consider that to be a bad thing. Maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's a little too loosey goosey. I think that's the first time I've ever said that in show history, whatever. Uh, you know, maybe it's a little too fluffy. Maybe it feels like the letters ROI might be too far away from that. I don't know, but you have to at least prepare yourself for what might be in your reality, whether it's three months, six months, 12 months from now. And what does that look like kind of in your agency? And I know we've, we've come a little bit of a long ways here from where we started. I do think it's important though, because it all, I'm pretty sure it all connects and it all really stems from something as simple as allowing yourself to have that conversation on a very frequent basis and to not discount what it might mean to, I don't know if you need to say formalize it, but be active, proactive in making it happen. Don't just kind of allow the random happenstance of such encounters to dictate the frequency of which you might actually have these conversations because if you want something, you generally have to go out and get it. And it's, it's no different than building relationships and connections and finding people to, to kind of talk with this stuff through. It's no different. It's fun. I promise if you need help, um, Joey at agency nation.com, uh, definitely one of my passions is making sure that people know uh, other smart people. So if you are, if you are out there on an Island, I even think that this was the something Avery and I talked about how, you know, she needs to get, you know, mixed up with some more people. I think we've maybe accomplished that. I don't know, but Joey at agency If you feel like, Hey, I'm one of those people. I haven't found other people yet. Um, gladly, uh, get you introduced into some people and, 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 and whether you get, you hit it off, I don't know. You know, we can try a few, few options. This isn't like a, a set it just a one-time shot thing. You don't have to find your perfect, my insurance mind expander person right away. 
we'll give it a couple shots. But just if you have been kind of putting it off or if you do have somebody just you know kind of floating around the fringes of your orbit, if you will, go ahead, pull them in a little closer, just snuggle up, be buddy-buddy. It's fine. It'll be okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. But I just, I think I've just seen it happen and work and be so dramatically impactful for agencies time and time again. So if you want the thing that is never going to really let you get away with not pushing, not kind of expanding your limits, not really just trying to do things differently as often as you possibly can, you need to go find those people. Because if you don't, then it's going to feel really lonely and you're going to have a little itty bitty tiny not expanded insurance mind. Have you ever seen somebody just looked at them and thought to yourself, they're rebelling against like the weather report. It's the only logical explanation at this point because I know what the temperature is outside. I can see what you have on. And those two things shouldn't go together, like period. And I ran into this aside dude on a plane, getting on a plane, who, I mean, I'm not sure what his final destination was, um, but he had like jeans on, a sweatshirt. I wanna say there might've been some other like third layer situation tied around his waist. I just thought, are you trying to? Are you just, is this like a rebellious, is this something that you actively do in the morning? You wake up and say, I'm gonna wear the exact opposite of what the weather tells me I should wear. And I start to feel uncomfortable for those people. Like I start to sweat. Oh, it's so hot. Why would you do that to yourself? I mean, maybe he's cold. Maybe it's like a plane, but I see it across like all walks of life. Mainly sometimes in like uh, adolescent situations where kids are, I don't know, trying to like be cool. It's not like a fair, like this kid has a uh, like sweatshirt and jeans on. Middle of summer, it's just like July. Like, dude, not really sure. Or like jeans or like shorts not cool now. I'm not sure, I'm not hip. I'm not, I don't know what's in. I don't know what's happening. Um, but I feel like I feel like shorts are still a thing, right? What about you? Are you appropriately dressed for the weather at all times? Because I feel like that's it's something I take a great deal of passion and pride in, to being properly prepared. I'd rather, I'm, I'm more of a, let me know this, I'm more of a, I'd rather be slightly underdressed, meaning I would rather roll the dice on possibly being cold sooner than I would be hot. I feel like hot is a much less desirable situation because things start to glisten it's, it's just, it's not a good, it's not a good situation. I feel like you can more gracefully be cold than you can be hot. And that's not, a, it's just not a good move for anybody. Because things just start happening at that point. That are sometimes uncontrollable. Troy at AgencyNation.com. I was remiss if you need something else to do after you've properly dressed yourself for the day. Head on over to AgencyNation.com. My buddy John Bachman just dropped his, uh, First guest post, uh, very fitting to the actual topic of today's show, not being alone because I'm an idiot and I didn't mention it throughout the entire, you know, entire episode, really. Uh, Heading over, uh, what is it? Building a better bridge to the most important thing that we sell. Uh, fresh new post on agencynation.com. Go check that out. Uh, when you're done, if you haven't already, subscribe to the newsletter because you'll know when all that stuff, when it happens. So yeah, agencynation.com.